Hello, everyone. My name is Mally, and welcome back to the New Creations Podcast. I'm so excited to have you. Thank you for coming back for our last episode in May. I know it's sad, but at the same time, I'm so excited for what God is going to do next month as we delve into our new topic which is relationships. And I know that when it comes to relationship podcasts, there are a million, but we're gonna talk about different types of relationships in the context of our relationship with our creator. So creator to creation, we're gonna talk about um, friendship relationships, um, as in Jesus to the disciples. We're gonna basically break down all the different kinds of relationships, but we're going to use biblical examples. And of course, we're going to have awesome guests joining us, and I just can't wait for it. I'm trusting God that he's going to work out all the details because he has just done so many things to keep this podcast going. I mean, seriously blessed me in so many ways, and I can tell you that Without a doubt, I would not have been able to do this podcast without the people that God is using to speak into my life and using to bless me in ways that you could say thank you for, but you just honestly can't repay. But without further ado, let's start it off. So our title for this episode, as you could see, is Hell Lost Another One. I am free. And our song for the week, you know the artist. That's right, Maverick City Music. And the song is I Thank God. It ties into the verse, which is in 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 17, that says, Therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creation. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things have become new. Little did you know, that this is actually the second verse that inspired the name for the podcast. When I decided to be obedient to the call that God was putting on my heart to do this podcast, I really took the time to just get into prayer and fast and ask God genuinely for a name. And at first, the podcast's name was going to be Righteous Reality Podcast. And then I decided, uh, you know, that still doesn't feel right. I just decided to keep pressing in in prayer and trusting God. I was like, God, I believe that you're going to give me a name for this podcast uh, because I know that this is what you want me to do. So, Lord, you give me the name and I'll be obedient and I'll do it. And literally the next day, God put on my heart New Creations uh, podcast and he put on my heart the unique spelling and actually two verses Um to base the name off of and so just to be able to kind of conclude this first month of doing the podcast with this verse is just kind of a beautiful way of continuing this journey with this podcast and just getting excited for the new thing that God is going to do but with all that being said I want to pray and then I just want to continue to talk to you guys so let's do it. Lord God, I thank you for this time. Lord God, I thank you that this whole month you've been speaking into us and giving us the truth and a genuine reminder of who we are in you. 
Lord God, I thank you that hell has lost another one, that we are free and no one can take us from your hand. We thank you that you love us. We thank you, God, that you chose us. We thank you, God, that we're gifted and we choose to be available for you today, God. So we just pray you'd speak into us. And Father God, that you would pour into us so we could pour out into others. And we just thank you for everything you're doing in our lives right now. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right, guys. So first week we talked about being chosen and what a beautiful thing it is to be chosen by God. The second week we talked gifts and we talked friendships briefly. Uh, And then we went on to talk about availability, you know, how we have to be available for God. You know, God can choose us, but if we choose not to make the time for him, we'll never fulfill the plan and purpose that he has for our life. And then to conclude this series, we're talking about being free indeed. I think I've touched on this briefly in every single episode, but really the heart of this topic is knowing who you are in Christ. When you know who you are in Christ, your life looks different. Your friends see something has changed in you and there's something magnetic about it. I think my moment when I realized I was free was actually, I was going to say the first time I ever spoke in tongues, but it wasn't. It was actually a couple months ago when I actually got set free from my like addiction to masturbating and watching pornography it was when I really got set free and I knew I was free Um, and I had like I actually had tangible fruit of the fact that Jesus had set me free and not only did he set me free by me using his word you know as my weapon but I was able to and I still am able to continue to walk in that freedom because of just the work that he has been doing on my heart. And it's so funny that I was actually going to say that I thought I was free indeed when I spoke in tongues for the first time. But even then, when I spoke in tongues, I continued to on and off again struggle with, you know, sexual sin. And I think it's until God really breaks chains off of us, we don't experience the freedom that he's longing for us to experience. Yes, your soul will be saved and you will be reunited with him when you get to the gates, but God has just such a beautiful plan for our lives and he wants us to be able to testify that he is a healer, a redeemer, that he is all those things. And it's a lot harder to testify if you haven't experienced it firsthand. And God wants to do that for you. I think the best person you know, someone that we can look to uh, other than Jesus is Paul. You know, for those of you who don't know the story of Paul, he started off as Saul and he actually persecuted Christians. He killed them. And then God, you know, spoke to him. He had an encounter with Jesus. And that one encounter with Jesus was enough for his life to be changed. But I think the most interesting thing is, We tell people all the time, you know, when you encounter God, like your life is never the same, which is true. But I think also it's not just once you encounter God, your life is never the same. It's that it shouldn't be the same. I think if we don't make changes, if we don't truly welcome Jesus into every aspect of our life, even though we have encountered God, you know, and our life will never be the same, that doesn't mean that it'll necessarily 
be better. It very well could mean that our life gets worse. And that could be a in various different types of ways. I mean, it could mean, you know, you, you start getting spiritually attacked, which is a good way for your life to change, um, even though it may not feel that way in the moment. But it also could send you back into hiding. I think a lot of us forget that Jesus talks about the fact that like when people get into the presence of God, you know, there is fear, there's trembling, there's a reverence for God because there's nothing that's hidden. I think some of us that have been to church for a while, we know exactly what I'm talking about. It's like when you go to, we call them Holy Ghost churches or Holy Spirit filled churches and people are prophesying and... (laughs) the person or pastor who is prophesying will literally like call people out and be like you, you know, when you're in that room and you know that the presence of God is there, there is fear because you realize nothing is hidden from his eyes. Nothing is hidden um, from him. And so it can be very intimidating for some people. And I think it's really important for us that when we do encounter Jesus, maybe you just got saved it's important for you to now do everything you can to set the stage for God to use you, right? And so that means maybe not hanging out with the same people, right? Like we talked about in um, in week two, like not hanging out with the same people that you used to. Sometimes that means changing your surroundings. Sometimes that means changing uh, the places you go. For me, it was changing the things that I wore. God has now called me to modesty. Y'all wearing a crop top, I don't have peace about it. And that's just me personally. I know that there are other women who don't necessarily feel that way. But for me, I feel like God has called me into this season of modesty and really honoring the Lord and giving up the kind of desire to be desired um, because my worth and my value is found in him. I don't need other people that is men and women included, yes, that's the world we live in, to find me attractive, you know, for me to feel validated. My value is set in what Jesus did for me um, and in God whose image I'm created in, right? That's where my value is founded. But I think in life, like I said, if we don't make changes, we can very quickly get swept back into the things that had us in bondage, but Jesus had set us free from. So when I had spoken in tongues, like I genuinely believed that that night I had been set free. But when I went home, I didn't make the changes that I needed to. I still went back into the same place, made the same choices, and never acknowledged the real root of my issues. And you know, God still turned that around, you know, he still used it for his kingdom. And I'm so happy to be able to sit here and like talk to you from a place of freedom uh, and a genuine place of freedom. Like I have such peace that it sometimes freaks me out, y'all. Like, I, I don't know, like it's, it's when they say that Jesus gives a peace that surpasses all understanding, I genuinely have peace. And I'm just so at a place in my relationship with God that what people think of me, yes, I've said it many a time, it doesn't, it doesn't hit me the way that it used to. It just doesn't. But also like the respect and reverence that I have towards God. I mean, I genuinely will go, (laughs) I will go and like wake up in the morning, I'll do my devotional. And in the past, I've just done my devotional and then gone on with my day. 
But when I tell you every day now, I'll literally like open up my Bible and then find myself there for like four or five hours um, reading because God is just like connecting all these dots and everything that he does. We say it all the time, but genuinely read the Bible, guys. Everything that Jesus does is intentional. The colors of things, the names of people. I mean, I, it took me like hours. It takes me hours all the time whenever I really start to read because any name that I see, I look it up online and I'm like, what does this name mean? Um, What does it mean in Hebrew? I'm curious. I had this just desire to understand why God does what he does and why he named people the things that he named them. I mean, take the time to really read and don't just like breeze over the Bible. Read it, study it, ask questions to God. Be like, God, why is this like this? Why did you put this here? And in me asking that, God gives me revelation, whether it's through a sermon that I hear or someone that I encounter at church uh, that I talk to about it, or sometimes I don't even have to mention it, like a conversation will then bring about revelation. And God is just so cool about if you ask and if you seek him, you will find him. That is something that he makes abundantly clear to us. And so I wanted to just take the time to kind of delve into the song two of the week because I haven't really done that. Um, It may seem coincidental that I pick the songs that I pick, um, but it's definitely not. I pray before I uh, pick the song for the week and I really take the time to ask God, what do you want to name it? What song do you want to do, God? What do you want me to talk about? And I take the time, even before I come on here to pray with you guys, I take the time to pray as well. Because I never ever want to be a distraction and I never want this to become just something that makes you feel good. I want this to be something that speaks into your life. And so some of the lyrics that I really love in the song are, it says, my doubts are burning like ashes in the wind. I think we've all been there. We all have those moments where we wonder like, God, are you real? Are you here? Do you love me? If you do, there's no reason why I should be dealing with this, that, and the third. But it's so interesting that I felt like God was calling me to read Job when I when I had those questions. So I wasn't personally experiencing doubt, but there were people on my heart that had questions right and I felt God was calling me to uh, just like reach out and so I did but then I also just had it on my heart to ask God I was like Lord like give me revelation so I have something to share with these people you know I think a lot of the times we go into situations and we talk to people we love or people that we come across and they ask us a question that we don't have an answer to but I think it's really important for us to seek God in our not knowing because he's faithful and if he's trying to do something like draw that person in even more he's going to give you the answer if that's part of his plan but it's important for us to do our job and not just cop out and say i don't know if you really don't know after seeking god okay that's not a cop out you did your job but i think a lot of the time us as christians we kind of just say "Mm, i don't know we just have to have faith but god has given us 
the Bible. He's given us multiple accounts of what he's done for other people. Why would we just settle at, I don't know, when God has given us full-fledged proof of what he's done for other people? And I believe that the God of Paul and of John and of all the disciples is the God that still lives today. And so what he did for them, he will do for me. If I, if I seek him, you know, the re- revelation that he gave them, the boldness that he gave them, he'll give to me because my desire is to please him, right? My heart is in the right place. And so I think it's just really important to, to, to have that mindset, you know, um, the Lord will give you the desires of your heart, but your heart has to be in a place of wanting to magnify him and wanting to glorify him, right? But uh, this song also says, goodbye to my old friends, burden and bitterness. Have you said goodbye to burden and bitterness? I think I've said goodbye to burden, but I think that somewhere in my heart, I definitely still have some bitterness towards a particular individual. Um, And it's for me to really take the time to spend with Jesus to kind of delve into why I feel that way. Sometimes have this idea that when we repent and we give our life to God, that all of a sudden what that means is we don't have to repent again. (laughs) You do. You absolutely do. And you have to be really aware of the fact that even though we walk with the Lord, if we choose not to authentically walk with him, right? Okay. Consistently walk with him. It's very easy for us to get caught up in life and get weighed down by burdens again. And even though our soul is saved, we can still walk through this life heavy and bitter. And then we end up giving people a depiction of, uh, of our God that isn't genuine and that isn't authentic to who he is. I mean, we're representing him. We're res- we're representing a God that is not seen by the eye. He's someone that's felt and he's someone that's experienced. And so we have to make sure that when we're talking with people, when we're having friendships or romantic relationships with people, we're doing it in a way that glorifies him because they can't see him. We can't see him. We experience him. And sometimes we experience him at church Other times we experience him through an encouraging word from one another. And I think it's important for us to be that in the world because people are longing and looking for it. I mean, look at, look in people's eyes. I think that God is just so awesome. Sometimes I can like see behind people's smiles. You can see that they're hurting. Ask God to give you eyes like that, to really see people and to be able to speak into their life. I'm not saying that you have to ask all of a sudden to be prophetic. I mean, if, if that's not what God is calling you to do, I'm not saying do that. But what I am saying is ask God to give you eyes for people in the way that he has eyes for people. Ask God to give you his heart for people rather than your heart for people. Because our hearts were very conditional. And when we're very conditional, all that does is put us in a position to try and do things in our own will and in our own understanding, which aren't the will of God, which is what we're aiming for, right? And then the song goes on to say, he changed my name. Like I mentioned Paul earlier, but I think that's the coolest thing because God named each person, right? In the Bible, right? Every person in the Bible is named with intention, 
But then God deliberately gets to a point with certain people and he changes their name. Why? Because your name is part of your identity, right? It's one of the things that's given to you when you're first born and you first come into this world and you're you're a creation once you're created, once you are fully formed and now you're going out into the world. It's what people know you by. And God decides, you know what, I'm going to start changing. I'm going to start changing names and making people new creations. For Paul, he really needed that. Like he needed a completely new identity. I don't know what that's like for you. I don't know if you need to change your name. I mean, what God really wants to do is he really wants to change your life. Don't spend your whole life wondering if there's meaning or purpose or if there's hope when there is. And it's found right here in Jesus Christ, in his word, in his death and resurrection. It's founded in him and who he is. The song also goes on to say, if he did it for me, he can do it for you. I shared my testimony the first episode of this podcast and a lot of people I'm sure in their hearts when they were listening to it were like whoa this chick is so brave I guarantee you I am not brave I am just obedient and what God did for me he can absolutely do for you he longs to do for you he desires to set you free that's his hope for all of us that we'll encounter him in such a magnificent way that we'll be who he has called us to be because he knows what's best for us. I'm saying all that to say, I am not overly sanctified, okay? I'm, I'm chosen by God, but outside of that, I'm literally just a young woman doing what God is calling me to do. And God wants to use you as well. Maybe it's not starting a podcast, but maybe it's, you know, doing artwork. Maybe it's building a home. Maybe it's preaching. Maybe it's miming. I've said this before. Again, God bless those people that mime, but not my calling, but God bless you. You know, maybe it's gardening. You'd be amazed the way that God can use everything for his glory and how he's taking people that some people would genuinely think, oh, they're never ever going to walk with Christ. Oh, God can't redeem that. And genuinely turning them around and using them to proclaim the gospel to people in their communities that, that would not have encountered Jesus via anyone else. Don't box in God and don't limit what he can do in your life. If you're willing to be obedient, God will use you. And that's been my prayer for a little while now. I want to be obedient. That's my desire in life. And my favorite part of the song outside of Hell Lost Another One, I Am Free, is get up out of that grave. That is a powerful statement. A lot of us have been called out of the grave, right? We were a dead woman or man And Jesus said, arise, right? And some of us have woken up, but we stayed in our grave. But it's not for you anymore. You don't belong there. So get up out of the grave of depression, anxiety, okay? Worry, stress. Get up. This is your opportunity, okay? This is your time to do things for the kingdom of God. You were born and alive and well in 2021 
when things are going crazy for a reason, not so that you could sit there and sulk about what didn't go right in your life. If anybody wanted to have something negative to think about, I'm sure we could all find something. And this is not me saying to disregard your pains or your hurts. I'm not saying that. I'm saying go to God with your pain, your worry, your hurt, your stress. Let him take it from you. I think a lot of us have almost branded ourselves with our issues and our trauma. Like, oh, I'm, I have anxiety. Oh, I have depression. Um, and kind of just made this nice bed of sickness and sadness and loneliness just to feel something. When God has called us to newness of life, where he's called us to his fullness of joy, you can't have both. Something God very distinctly told me in my life recently when, you know, I had a big change happen was he can't do something new if I hold on to something old. I'm going to say that one more time. God can't do something new in your life if you're still holding on to the old. A lot of us ladies, this will touch a little bit on what we're going to get into next month, but a lot of us, we're looking for that man of God that is about to wife us up. You know, we're looking for our Boaz. We're looking for we're looking for our man who loves the Lord, right? But at the same time, we're still entertaining the thought of that one guy from from middle school or that one guy from college that we met and he was just so wonderful. He just had issues and I know he didn't know Jesus, but you know, and we're making all these excuses and still entertaining these men, like still giving them access to our lives and our stories. Something really profound that God put on my heart the other day as I was talking with actually the guest for next month, Robert, is that we very often can't say goodbye to someone, right? So God will make them say goodbye to us. I'm believing that that was a word for someone. A lot of us get surprised when things end, when relationships end, when stories end, but very often they'll end abruptly and in ways that you can't repair because God had to do it for you. God had to do it for you you are not going to be able to do it yourself. And when you take the time to step back and really look at like, wow, this was God protecting me. This was God guiding me. This was God answering my prayer. I think a lot of us, we say certain prayers and then we get surprised when something happens. (laughs) I'm saying a lot of us because I'm, I am a lot of us. Okay. I've prayed many, many a prayer in regards to relationships and said, Lord, if this is not the relationship you want me to be in, I don't want to be in it. And then when it ends, I'd be surprised. I'd be like, wait, what a minute, wait, wait a minute. I didn't, I didn't expect you to do that expedited. I did not mean the flash version. I thought you was about to like, give me a little time before you did that. I mean, but I've had prayers that I've prayed in the morning and God answers it that night. Um, And I just think it's important for us to be really aware of the power of prayer. Like when you pray, God is listening. He's listening to you. And what you ask him that lines up with his will, he's going to do it. And you may not like it. You may think that you're going to like it. But then when it happens in a way that you probably didn't prefer, then, then we tend to get upset. You know, God talks about 
us doing everything without complaining, but that's the one thing that I definitely do a lot. I complain a lot and I have felt God convict me about it. I complain all the time and I'm going to be intentional. I saw this woman on TikTok. She said, there's a challenge. She said, no complaining for the next three days. So y'all, I think that this is a challenge that we should all do for this week. And I wanna hear how you guys did, okay? For the next three days, no complaining. Don't do it. Be grateful, be kind, do something nice for someone for the next three days. Bless somebody. It could be financial. It could be with a word of hope. It could be with a gesture or a job. The next three days, let's put into action what it's like to actually follow Jesus and actually be his hands and feet. And not to miss out. Jesus said greater things and that he was sending us the Holy Spirit, a comforter, because he knew that we had a job to do. We have work to do. And so let's make sure that we're doing our job. So when we get up to the Father, when we get up to our Master, our Savior, we can say, I did my job. And he can welcome us with joy into into his house and we can spend the rest of eternity with him. Here's my encouragement for you as you go into your Memorial Day weekend. First of all, I'd like to thank all those who serve. Thank you for sacrificing and being willing to put your life on the line, similar to how Christ put his life on the line for us. That is a beautiful thing. Thank you for your service. Also, to those of us who are celebrating because it's a holiday, it's some time off from work, it's some time off from school, don't miss this opportunity to have community with other people, to connect, because God has done so many wonderful things for you. And take this weekend to just change your focus, to change your mind in regards to the way you may have acted in the past. It's time to do a new thing, right? There's a verse in the Bible that says, behold, I'm doing a new thing. And so with all that being said, please tune in next month as we go into our new topic, relationships. Please give our wonderful guest, Robert, some love. He is about to come through and just really share with you some of the awesome things that God has done in his life. He has shared some of his testimony with me. And when I can say like, wow, like all I can say is, wow, God is so good. And the things that he does for his children consistently amaze me and leave me awestruck and speechless. I am so excited for him to speak. He's so excited to speak. And I'm just believing that young women, young men will be blessed. So be sure to tune in then. You'll hear a little bit less from me. And so for those of you young men that are waiting to hear a dude's perspective, you're going to get to hear it next month. Uh, And it is going to be airing that first week of June. So be sure to be there. As always, follow us on Instagram at new underscore creations podcast. You can follow us on IG. You can also check us out on Spotify. We have a playlist. So every song that I have recommended is on there. Every single episode song is on there. Uh, Some personal favorites that I like to listen to. And just all different types of Christian music, things to just speak into your life. And I just prefer to listen to, uh, Kane has been one of my favorites. Oh, I love them so very much. But anyway, 
I'm not going to keep you forever. <laughs> I'm ending and I'm going to let you guys enjoy your Memorial Day weekend. I'm just going to close out in prayer real quick and then I'm going to send you on your way. Dear God, thank you for this day. Thank you, God, for life with you. Thank you, God, that you make us new creations and that we have the opportunity to walk alongside you and be just like your son. Thank you, God, that one day we'll be reunited with you, that one day we'll be able to be in your presence forever and ever. And I thank you, God, that you are just an amazing savior and that we can experience freedom, healing, and saving through your son, Jesus. We love you. We thank you. And all God's people said, amen. I love you so much. Have a great week, guys. Bye.